This is Terrio Media. Success in real estate has nothing to do with shiny objects. It has everything to do with mastering the basics. The three pillars of real estate investing. Attract, convert, exit. Matt Terrio has been helping real estate investors do just that for more than a decade now. If you want to make money in real estate, keep listening. If you want it faster, visit reiace.com. Here's Matt. Okay, welcome to the Epic Real Estate Investing Show. I got a great guest for you today. Uh, the CEO of a very popular real estate investor tool, uh, Investor Carrot. Or just Carrot now, I guess, right? It's just Carrot, uh, yeah. Just Carrot, yeah. Please help me welcome to the show, Mr. Trevor Mock. Trevor, welcome to the Epic Real Estate Investing Show. Matt, I appreciate it, dude. It's funny, right before we hit recording, or record, we both discovered that we're sitting about an hour and a half away from each other in two small towns in Oregon right now. yes. World. I mean, and when you consider that I'm in a log cabin in the woods, that's like, uh, <laughs> that's really weird. I love it. I love it. So totally. Great. So Trevor, I mean, we never really got to talk before. We've been in the same place several times together and I don't think we've ever really re- reached out to each other. But um, first of all, let me just start with this. I'm a total domain name freak. Um, <laughs> tell me the story about how you got the carrot Oh man, that's, that's a story, dude. So the, the cliff notes of it is this guys is, um, when I first came up with the name carrot, like for this company, this company started early 2014, Mm -hmm. uh, started 2014. I wanted something that was broad enough that we could go into different markets, but I wanted it to be fun. Like I wanted to be something we could brand. And, um, and I, I thought of a little Steve jobs, like made a company out of a fruit and, Mm -hmm. I was trying to think of like, what, what is it that, that our business is going to represent? Most websites out there um, in the real estate investor market, real estate agent market, small businesses in general is a brochure. But what my background was, was conversion optimization, was driving track, was making a website actually convert and perform. And mm-hmm. so I said, man, a website should be like, what, what's the company? What's it? Man, it's a carrot. Like the website's just a carrot that someone like grabs. And mm-hmm. so as soon as I did that, I went online to find what, what the best domain was that I could find. And there was no, you know, carrot.com was taken. It was an artist. Um, he'd owned it since the beginning of the internet mm-hmm. up in Canada. And so I found like all the different domains I could find that was related to carrot and get carrot.com was taken and blah, blah, blah. So I bought carrot.ly. That was when carrot, that wasn't like .ly's were really popular. Mm-hmm. Everything was named .ly now. Everything's <laughs> .io. Um, I bought that one, carrot.ly, but I didn't want to make that our, our domain name. So I bought on carrot. ONs like, mm-hmm. hey, what system are you using? Oh, I'm on Carrot. And so that's what we went with for years. But what happened, Matt, was I would go to events or I'd be talking to people or online. They'd be like, oh, we love on Carrot. Like on Carrot's amazing. And it bugged the crap out of me because our company name is not on Carrot. There's nothing about our company that's on Carrot other than the domain name. Mm-hmm. And probably half of the market thought our company name was called on Carrot. Bugged me. So here's how we actually got the domain now. And that's our motivation to get it and why we ended up investing so much in it was I kept on reaching out to the, the artist probably over a two or three year period. And he would just never answer back, never answer back. And then mm-hmm. about two years ago, um, we were looking online we pulled up carrot.com again and we're like, what the heck? There's like a, there's a coming soon page for a software company up here and go, man, we missed that opportunity. Mm-hmm. And then they launched, the guys like had carrot on their license plates. They were all in on this, man. Mm-hmm. And they launched and they went out of business within 90 days. They were venture funded, all that stuff. It mm-hmm. was like, it was a 
they've a uh, whole nother story there. So then that goes, it disappears. And we're like, oh man, we might be able to get it back. I talked to the owner of that company. He said he could sell it for way more than I thought I would ever want to pay for it. Now mm-hmm. looking back, I'm like, oh, I wish I would have paid that much for it. Um, but ah. he said, well, I can sell it for what's owed on it, but that's about mm-hmm. it. It was $250,000 what he owed on it. I'm like, oh, no way. I'm not going to pay that. It's crazy. And so then it goes back and then it showed up on a GoDaddy auction about eight months later. And we're like, mm-hmm. what the heck? This thing's on GoDaddy now, right now. And mm-hmm. so we were going to sit back. It was like a week before the auction was over. We were going to sit back and bid on it the last day. And we had worked our numbers. And our number, of course, grew since the last time in our minds. Like, mm-hmm. hey, we want this domain because we need to go all in on our brand. We don't want to be called on carrot anymore. We're going to go bigger with our business. And we need to own the carrot brand. Mm-hmm. And um, it disappeared off the GoDaddy auction like two days before it was up. It was oh, like, oh, man. And then I thought it was lost again. And about a week or two later, I Google carrot.com domain sale just to see. Cause I'm like, ah, oh, big domains. They usually, they usually write an article on it or something. Uh-huh. And there was, there was an article on it. And this guy, this really famous domain guy kind of makes it part of his career to rescue these big domains that expire on accident for people and then get them back to the families. Cause usually a, a multi six figure domain doesn't expire on accident. Like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. someone messed up or someone passed away. And so they found it the day before it fully expired and w- would like been fully auctionable on GoDaddy. Mm. They found mm-hmm. the family, the original artist had, had passed away of cancer. So when mm. he sold it to the tech company people, they then defaulted on it. He had passed away. It went back to escrow.com. It didn't renew. The family didn't know about it. It goes to GoDaddy. These guys find it, get it back to the family. And I ended up negotiating with them and we uh, purchased the domain for uh, about what you could buy a really nice house for, but I can't live in the domain, but we own the, own the brand now, man. We're pumped about it. Well, good. Yeah. You, you deserve that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you for it. it was a three year process, man. That's There's sure. all kinds of lessons in there. I'm sure. Oh, there are. Um, all right. So for those of that have no idea what we're even talking about, uh, mm-hmm. tell us what, what is carrot.com? Dude, so carrot.com, it's uh, the, the central problem that we wanted to solve back in 2013, 2014 was, was there are tons of real estate investors, agents, some I mean, small businesses in general who were told to get online, right? Like, just get, get online. And that's when all of your, your mom and pop development shops and Wix and Weebly's and Squarespace popped up from 2002 through 2012. And I'm like, man, everyone says that they're online, but they're not getting results. And that was my whole career the past four or five years before that was getting results online, conversion optimization, driving traffic, SEO. And we said, you know what? I think we can solve this problem. Let's solve the problem of helping people to finally get results with their online presence. And that's what we did, man. We dove in and created a platform that that makes it so investors and real estate agents can launch a, a website that converts really high. It's amazing on mobile. Um, it's the fastest uh, tech stack in, in not just the industry, but one of the fastest in the world. Uh, a third party mm-hmm. study rated us. And um, we, our clients bring in more inbound leads through Google uh, and Facebook ads and stuff like that uh, than any other platform in the real estate industry. So if you Google like sell my house fast, insert any city in the country, uh, you're probably going to find between three and eight carrot sites controlling page one in Google for pretty much every city in the country. Got it. Yeah. So yeah. SEO is a big part of it then. It is. SEO is a big part of it. And that was kind of like, that was kind of the, the, the first thing those first few years is S, it was performance, right? SEO, ranking really mm-hmm. high in Google, but then also the conversion side of it where we've had right. a lot of big investors who paid the 15 grand to make it really pretty custom site that moved over to us. Um, because of performance, because they were converting way more visitors into leads and closing more deals. But mm-hmm. yeah, SEO is one of our big advantages for sure. 
Yeah. I hear always people always talk about that, like how many organic things that they get from it, mm-hmm. uh, organic leads. So with that said, what's the status of, of SEO and what's the future of it? Mm-hmm. Dude, that's, that's a good question, man. Because uh, when, when I'll talk with a lot of investors. We're talking about or, search engine optimization, by the way. There we go. Yeah. R- ranking, yeah. At, ranking at the top of Google. If someone, yeah. they've got a problem in their mind, they want to sell their house fast or they want to buy an investment property or sell their land or whatever, they're going to go to Google and type up like, how to sell my vacant land in Ohio. And you want to be the guy or gal at the top of the search engines because you're going to get somewhere between, you know, 30 to 40% of the traffic from that search if you're in the first ranking. Mm-hmm. Um, and so here, here's, here's kind of where, where we are in, in the state of it. Now, there's, there's been, dude, Matt, there's been a million like SEO is dead reports, just like there's been right. a million Facebook is dead reports and a million this or that. And then four years later, they say how it's amazing. And, and I don't see Google and, and Google being the collector of information going away anytime soon. Now, their methods of collecting the information and showing it changes. And what's happened over the last several years is they really, really, really focus in on trust, authority, and credibility uh, way mm-hmm. more than they did four or five years ago. So four or five years ago, you could launch a well-optimized website with really good content, you know, like good mm-hmm. titles and tags, and make sure you have all the keywords in there and right. get, some, get, get a bunch of backlinks from Fiverr. Like I've never been that guy, but you can go buy a bunch of backlinks from Fiverr and then your ranking just pops up there. And then they started making these updates where they're like, oh shoot, Google doesn't like bad backlinks. They don't like to game the system with crappy backlinks. So don't go backlink, buy backlinks from Fiverr, everybody. That will kill your SEO ranking. So mm-hmm. they made that update there. And then the most recent one that's really been a big impact that we've been doubling down on is called the Medic Update um, and, and, and Trust Rank and stuff like that. And basically, it, it's going out there where they're looking at the trust of that website and they're looking at reviews now. They're looking at the credibility profile of your website. Do you have mm-hmm. other credible websites linking to you that are really good ones? If you get like one really insanely uh, credible website linking to you, that could outweigh 200 crappy backlinks over here, just one good link. Mm-hmm. And so trust is the biggest thing right now, the man that we're making sure people have t- testimonials on their websites. You've got your Google reviews that you're starting to build up, your Facebook reviews. Google's looking at all that into a package now and it's starting to reward you in the rankings. Nice. Got it. Super. I was, um, oh, innovation wise, mm-hmm. what, what do you have, what do you have planned for the website? Dude, the, the biggest thing I think innovation wise, I mean, and I'll talk about like some actual innovation stuff, but here's the thing. I think so many real estate investors are looking at their websites primarily as, as this thing that I get online and maybe some people go to, I hope I get some leads and I'm just going to try to make it as, as low cost as possible. And where mm-hmm. things are moving towards Matt is content. And we've been all in on content for years, but with, with investors in general, it was, it was hard uh, for a, a couple of years to get them to want to go beyond just the things with Carrot that worked really good with doing pure SEO and to mm-hmm. actually creating content, like shooting videos on your cell phone when you're out there at a property and teaching people things and building trust and authority through your own unique content. And so that's some of the stuff that we're building now and we have built where we have a feature called Video Post where a lot of investors, they're getting great rankings, but I'm like, man, as the markets get more competitive, we need to help you stand out. We need to help you mm-hmm. stand out and build authority. And how do you build authority? Well, it's like the only way to build authorities with content. It's the only way to mm-hmm. build authorities with content. And so if, if you and you know, 75 other investors are in that market and, and you, get, you connect with that seller and, and they're, they're connected with five other investors, you're all probably offering similar offers, right? It's like mm-hmm. your dollar amount might be different, but you're still yeah. offering a fundamental 
about the same service. Hey, we can buy your house. We'll close quickly. We'll pay cash. You know, that's pretty much the same thing that, that most investors are offering. So mm-hmm. how is it that you stand out? Well, you stand out with your trust, with the credibility, and with authority. And so we were starting to tell investors who weren't wanting to sit down and write their own articles. We're saying, guys, just like take your cell phone. And next time you're out at a house, you know, that's in probate, uh, pull back. And, and after you talk with the seller, take out the phone, like, Hey, this is Trevor with ABC property buyers. Now, uh, we just, we just left this house with Marsha and Marsha's going through this situation. You know, she inherited a house. It's her uncle's. Uh, she lives out of state and da, 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 da. And here's the problems that she's having this. She's experienced. Now she didn't know that there's another option to sell a house here in Duluth other than just, you going with an agent, you know, she did. And I start to talk about the problem and then go, well, mm-hmm. so I had a chance to sit down with her and, and, um, ABC property buyers is actually, uh, we can, we're actually making a cash offer in her home and da, 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 whatever the benefits are mm-hmm. and to start to do consistent content like that, or take out the cell phone and say, Hey guys, you know what? There's a lot of investors, a lot of agents in the market, but you're probably wondering like, how does our process really work? And, and we even get, you know, people will tell us that, that like, they think that we're going to lowball them on offer. Well, you know what? Let me walk you through our exact process and how we make offers. Let me show you. Hey, you know what? I'm writing up an offer right now. Let me show you the contract. Let me show you how I'm coming up with the price. Let me show you what we look at. Everything's transparent. So when you connect with us and you call us or go to our website, this is the process that you're going to experience. So take out the phone and do a lot more content. And they started to do that. And then we have a tool called Video Post that takes your videos brings them in, yanks all the words out and makes a full mm-hmm. written article with the video at the top. And they're starting to rank really well in Google where you can, nice. take, you can take your content marketing from like an hour a week to under 20 minutes a week and start to put mm-hmm. out authoritative content that your competitors don't have online yet. That's very cool. I like that. That's, that's a good, good feature. Stuff, and that's what we're trying to do is automate more of those things like that. But um, the trust, credibility and automating building authority, man, is going to be critical for people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and no, I think that's uh, it's pretty much, and it's, it's kind of already here, and you're seeing it a lot more. Mm-hmm. The wave of uh, just your marketing and advertising mm-hmm. is so much more. Just how can I be helpful? You know, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. And just I'm going to show you how I can be helpful by actually being helpful right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a novel idea, right? It's a novel. <laughs> totally, idea. it's the old uh, uh, <laughs> show them that you can help them by actually helping them trick. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, totally, <laughs> I love it. Sweet. So, um, why real estate or do you, do you serve other industries? Dude. So, uh, my, my backgrounds in real estate, um, mm-hmm. 21 years old, bought my first, uh, four unit apartment building when I was in college. And that's when I kind of got bit by the, both the entrepreneurial bug, but also the real estate thing. Mm-hmm. And, and I thought that I wanted to be a house flipper and wholesaler. Uh, this is back 2005, six. Mm-hmm. And, um, the more that I dug into it for me personally, anyway, uh, I, I just didn't want my daily uh, active income to be from, from, from real estate. Mm-hmm. I, I had realized like, man, that's not what I enjoy. I really enjoy marketing. I really enjoy mm-hmm. building businesses. Um, and I really love real estate for the, for the long-term wealth building side of things. Uh, we just bought the, the building next door to us too. Here in downtown Rosa, we're going to be putting more retail downstairs, apartments upstairs. And that's what I love to do with real estate. Mm-hmm. But um, as I was diving into the real estate market, I built a publishing company, which um, J- JV Update. I don't know if you were a part yeah, of JV. I, I heard of it. I was never a part of it. But yeah. 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 So, so JV Update, which, which Matt uh, Andrews, who's a, a mutual friend of ours, uh, him mm-hmm. and Ross bought that earlier in the year. And that kind of ingrained me into the real estate world even further, where I was to helping a ton of real estate investors drive a lot of leads. 
you know, I was, I was driving a lot of online leads, man. And it kind of like, I got really good at driving online leads, really good at content marketing, really good at conversion optimization and ranking high in Google. And some of those people in that sphere found it and I started helping them a lot. And so as I came up with the company named Carrot and I saw this massive problem that small businesses across America have, I said, man, I think we can solve it. And so the long answer or the short answer is, is any high margin service business could do amazing with our software, but we hyper-focus on real estate investors. And now we've had agents about the last year and a half because mm-hmm. it's just the knowledge base where, where we came from when we decided to niche down. I think where a right. lot of people get in trouble, man, is they don't niche and we just decided to niche and, and there was a, a lot more room in this industry than I thought that there was. Mm-hmm. The riches are in the niches. That's right. Mm-hmm. So you say you really like being an entrepreneur around the business marketing. What do you like most about what you do? Man, if, if you'd have asked me that question like five years ago or even three years ago, it would have been completely different. Uh, mm. the, the, the funny thing is, and I'll, I'll, give you, I'll give all the listeners some context. So uh, Carrot, we're going into our sixth year. We started at the end of 2013, started 2014. Um, 30 employees, um, your revenue, you know, close to 10 million a year. So we're not a small company, um, mm-hmm. but we're not a big, big one yet either. And dude, I never wanted that. Like, I never wanted a big company. I always wanted what everyone else talked about on the online infomercials and stuff like that, where they're like, work from your kitchen table, in your underwear, mm-hmm. lifestyle business, all you know, freedom and all this stuff. And dude, what, what I found for me um, in 2000, let's say 10, 11, 12 was I, I had that, but I felt empty. I had that, but I felt like, it's like, man, I've got this business that technically I have freedom and I do some traveling and we're make, I'm making good money as a mid 20 something year old guy at that time but I felt empty. I didn't feel like I had purpose. I didn't feel like I was like really, really contributing massively to the world. And, and I was kind of in the dumps. I was honestly just not grateful. And that was, that was the main issue. I just wasn't grateful. Mm-hmm. And so then I shifted and I got rid of everything that I was doing at that time in business and except for my consulting company. And then I gave myself about a year. I'm like, let me figure this, let me figure out what I want to do next. And uh, what I wanted to do next was build another lifestyle business, but just different this time, right? With consistent, mm-hmm. with consistent, predictable income. And I had invested in a couple software companies previous. One of them, I lost all my money. The other one's doing really well now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, man, the software thing is interesting. It's consistent. It's predictable. And so going into starting Carrot Man, I wanted to maybe get it to 10 or 20 grand a month. I wanted mm-hmm. to maybe have a couple of VAs that worked with me. And mm-hmm. it was probably about two years in after things, things started to grow. I realized, I'm like, man, what I'm really looking for is entrepreneur's freedom. I'm looking for flexibility. I'm looking to grow my finances. I want to make an impact. That's what will make me happy. Freedom, flexibility, grow my finances so I can make an impact. And I found that by trying to go the lifestyle business route, I actually had less freedom. Mm-hmm. I actually had less flexibility. And I started to analyze all my previous kind of mindsets that I had got injected into me from people saying, oh, more freedom equals no employees, more freedom equals equals lifestyle business, more freedom equals work from your kitchen table in your underwear. Mm-hmm. And I had started to realize for me, I'm like, man, I want to make a great impact. I can't do that unless I build a great company and I can make a much greater impact if I build something bigger. But also if I build an amazing team that is just awesome and that's marching towards a mission, that will actually gain way more freedom. Mm-hmm. And it has like, I, take the month of July off every year, take a lot of vacations, but I work really, really hard too. And Mm -hmm. um, I work in the office half the time. 
Uh, some weeks I'll work 40 hours. Some weeks I'll work 60 if I'm jamming on something. Some I'll work 10. Um, but that's really, man, the big, the big thing that I'm loving about business now is in order to get the freedom, it's coaching our team members. Five mm -hmm. years ago, dude, it would have been doing split tests and stuff like, oh, I love doing split tests. But <laughs> now I love casting vision and, and having amazing people surround a vision so we can go mm -hmm. make an impact and coaching them up. God, it's funny how, uh, how much work is required to build a business that doesn't require any work. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, dude, the first, the first two or three years of carrot. And, and this is something that the people don't see behind the scenes, but the same thing with you or same thing with other mm -hmm. successful investors. They'll look at, they'll look at what happened a year later, two years, three years later that they hear on the podcast, this big, this big success story, but they don't hear about, that first six months, first eight months, first year as much where they just were grinding and where they kept on hitting losses and they were second guessing themselves. Mm -hmm. And I didn't take a paycheck for, with carrot for 18 months. Um, but I was having fun the whole time. I mean, I just enjoy what I'm doing now. I, I feel like I'm marching towards something that's better. That was cool. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and congratulations on building such a great business. Um, Thanks, you bet the, uh, I've just, I've belonged to several mastermind groups and, the ones I always get the most from are the non real estate ones. Yep. Mm -hmm. I think, that, I think just the spirit of the mastermind lives stronger and better inside of an environment where there's huge diversification because mm -hmm. it seems like everyone's a little bit more free to share a little bit more free to give. And so like the, the true nature of the mastermind. Um, and so building a business of 10 million bucks is, is that's amazing. And it takes a lot to get there. Um, what would you say is the biggest lesson you've learned along the way that a real estate investor could, could also use? Hmm. Man, there, there's, there's a whole series of it. It's funny, me, myself and my content guy, we were in my studio recording a podcast on this topic, but looking back at the last four years. Mm -hmm. And so I, I think it's not like one big lesson. It's one lesson at, a, at certain times, and then it's another lesson, then it's another lesson. Um, and I think the biggest one for me, though, is most real estate investors aren't intentional with what they're wanting to build. They're not sitting down and writing, hey, this is exactly what I want to build. This is exactly why. This is what it will look like. Um, and I didn't do that with my previous companies anyway. So leading into Carrot to prevent myself from doing what I did in my previous companies where I just felt out of energy and I felt like a lack of purpose. I'm like, man, I created something to give myself freedom and actually trap myself in my own business, my previous one. I pulled back and wrote non-negotiables. I said, what are the things I'm not going to negotiate moving forward? And whatever business I start, the business has to match these things. And it became five things. It, was, it ended up being five things. And I so wish I would have done that in my previous businesses. But that's one thing I would love to see more investors do is pull back and go, why am I doing this? Because I'll talk with a lot of investors. You've met a lot of them too, where they end up they end up hitting the revenue goals that was like their dream, you know, the 10 grand a month or hundred grand a month, whatever the number is. It was their dream. And as long as we're having, as long as we're focusing our growth on numbers, you're, you're just going to increase your number. And then yep. you hit it and you're like, well, I'm at this mastermind and I'm, these other guys are doing better. So I like, I, sh I just need to increase it some more. And then you end up building a business that you despise. You build a business that doesn't actually provide what you hoped it would at the start. Mm -hmm. And uh, you let the numbers guide you. So guys, write non-negotiables, like pull back and go, this business must serve these things in my life or must look like this. Mm -hmm. And then make sure that you're building your business to fit that exactly. And if doing 200 grand a month or 50 grand a month or 20 or 100 does not allow you to do that, 
then don't build a business that gets you to that spot. Like just do whatever the number is that builds the perfect business for you. That's a fantastic answer. (laughs) I love it. Um, I I think about all the income goals that I've hit over my life. And every time I hit them, I'm like, is this it? Yeah, exactly. We're there. So you have to have the income goal with some, some meaning around it and, and something that it also provides other than just hitting a number. Dude, right. and here, here's one thing that I, I'd suggest that investors do as well is um, when, when you're doing your annual planning, so we're wrapping up our annual planning right now. Mm-hmm. And, and when, you're doing your, when you do your annual planning, the first couple of years of Carrot, and I've done this with other entrepreneurs who I've guided theirs, uh, you look at it and you, you always go, well, it's like, what did we do last year? Awesome. Well, now it's going to be this. Like you always move it up just because you, like, you think that's what you got to do. You got to grow, right? And mm-hmm. so we would look at it and go, well, here's where we're going with revenue numbers and customer numbers or for investors, it could be, here's how many deals we're wanting to do and here's how much revenue and here's how much this. And every year you set a bigger number. And I think it's two or three years in, we pulled back and we were way past the number that I thought the company would ever get to. And we wrote the number up there and it looked big and it looked cool. And then we pulled back and like, man, we already hit like the numbers we thought we would maybe someday get this company too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we just put a big Y next to it. We just said like, why? W-H-Y. Like, why does that number matter? And then we pulled back and looked at it and went, okay, does that number actually matter? Does that number actually really matter to us, to mission, to purpose? Or is that just trying to go after a bigger number because there's bigger numbers? Mm-hmm. And so we've done that every year since. We always set these goals and we go, why does that number matter? Does that actually help to push forward our stated mission that we fully believe in? Does that actually help to make the impacts that we hope to make? And if we're not ever convicted about it, we pull back and go, I don't know, maybe it's time to either have someone else run this company, we make it a lifestyle business, or we sell it or whatever. Up to this point, we haven't had that. And I think one of the things that has helped us is working in multiple facets of your mission. And one of ours here for small town Roseburg, Oregon, is we want to impact our communities in a big way. You know, we're the, we're the fastest growing software company two years in a row in the whole state of Oregon here in Roseburg. And we started our giving program a couple of years ago where we give away 1%, at least 1% of our gross revenue to causes that matter, uh, the mm-hmm. amplifier core values. And that's another reason for us. It's like, well, well, the more that we grow, the more that we give, well, what if we bump our number up? What if it's not 1% now? What if it's 2% now? And so that's some of the things that is challenging us to continue to grow. Guys, ask yourself why those goals matter and they better matter at your core. Nice. What's, uh, what's in your future that you're most excited about right now? Um, being real, like I'm most excited to, to see my kids grow. Like that's, I, I want to, I want to see my kids grow and I want to see like who they're going to become. That's what I'm most excited about. But if we're to talk like on the business side in, in my side, dude, mm-hmm. the, the thing I'm the most excited about right now is, is there's this massive shift going through the real estate market. I mean, I've, got this year, but there's a massive shift going through the real estate market right now. And I think Mm -hmm. it's like, it's like this perfect storm of opportunity right now in all of real estate. I'm talking like the retail side, the wholesale side, you see iBuyers coming in the middle right now. And we're we're at the spot right now where the stock market was in the late eighties, early Mm nineties, where there was the big stock market crash in the late eighties. Technology was starting to catch up with the inefficiencies that um, were happening in the stock transaction. You had to physically call a stockbroker to make a trade. And that was a massively inefficient process. So technology was catching up with them and they completely disrupted everything. And a lot of people were saying stockbrokers are dead. The industry's dead. Everything's going digital. A lot of people went digital, but also 
there were a ton of stockbrokers who did go out of business because they didn't shift with the industry and shift with technology. But actually, the industry got bigger. They just became, they specialized. They niched down and built authority around certain types of financial investments. They became registered investment advisors, certified financial planners. You saw all of these designations pop over the next two two to three decades. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're going through right now with real estate. And so that excites us business-wise that that if we've got the right plan, which I feel that we do, but you never know until you do it, knock on wood, I feel like we're at a perfect time to go in there and help investors and help agents through this tech disruption so they can stand out and win instead of getting eaten up by technology. And if we're able to do that, then we can grow something like crazy, crazy special here from small town Roseburg, Oregon, inspire other entrepreneurs. You can build what the heck you want to build, no matter where you want to build it and, and, and do it in the way that you want to do it. You know, we don't have, to, we're not, we're bootstrapped. You don't have to go out there and do the things the way that other people want to do it. You can do it anywhere. And it doesn't matter if it's software or real estate or whatever. But this right here is crazy exciting. It's also scary for many people. Uh, this yeah. disruption because your profits are getting compressed in some markets. Um, you know, investors that are not shifting are going to be become a more of a commodity as you, you have your, your, yeah. uh, I buyers starting to come in there and trying to provide a similar service. So that's mm-hmm. where those investors have to specialize and increase their authority, which, which is through content. Cause the, the I buyers are not going to be able to compete against you at a local niche, local level with your expertise. Um, mm-hmm. So that's why you need to start to go beyond an expert and build authority. And we're pumped yeah. about solving that problem. Sweet. It's the whole Gary V mantra, isn't it? He's like a, uh, Every industry, because of technology and the internet, is is going to become a commodity, and all you will have is your brand. Yep. And what creates your brand and supports your brand is your content. Mm. It, 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 exactly, and that's where I think real estate investors, especially wholesalers, um, have had kind of I don't know, like kind of an an easy ride. I think the last five, six, seven years, because uh, the market's going up and it covers a lot of the mistakes. You know, if you buy wrong. And the market's still going up, but covers some of those inefficiencies and mistakes. Yeah. Um, so we're, we're going to see a lot less of that uh, the next two to five years. Um, you know, less mistakes are going to be covered. Some more people are going to kind of get bit if you don't tighten up your ship and really operate well. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're spot on, man. Like, and the reason I say a lot of them have had it easy, there's that part of it, but also you can go out there and send a million text messages or a million voice broadcasts or a bunch of things and, and, and close deals. And you'll continue to be able to do that but it's going to get harder and harder and harder unless you come up and say, Hey, here's my expertise and here's my stuff. Here's how I can help you and get your word out to as many as you can. So if that person gets offers from 10 other people, they're going to work with you because they trust you more and trust is going to be massive. And it's the next part for sure. Totally. Awesome. We've been talking today to Mr. Trevor Mock, CEO of carrot.com. The number one provider of websites, highly optimized, converting, performing websites for real estate investors. Uh, Trevor, if the, anyone wanted to get in touch with you or your services or products, what would be the very best way for them to do that? Man, just carrot.com is, is the best spot. We've got a, a ton of blogs over there and also uh, our podcasts, you know, the carrot cast, uh, carrotcast.com or on Apple podcasts, but a uh, carrot cast, man, I do two episodes a week and, and a lot of them are kind of like, honestly, behind the scenes, uh, dude, half of, half of our podcasts have nothing to do with real estate. They're like, it's literally, what am I going through building my company and how can it relate to any entrepreneur? Um, and then the other half are great interviews with awesome people like yourself. 
That's awesome. I didn't even know you had a podcast. Yeah, man. You're, you're a much on, bigger man. podcast. You're a much bigger <laughs> podcast. We'll get about 25,000 downloads a month. Mm-hmm. But uh, man, it's fun. Like for me, it's kind of part um, therapeutic where on those episodes that I call them Trevor Truck Talks, I'm literally recording most of my podcasts on my phone when I drive home. Mm-hmm. But it's just me talking about, hey, this is what I'm experiencing right now. Here's how I waded through this business issue. Here's mm-hmm. how I waded through this like how do I align my schedule with my wife's and with my executive assistant? So I am out of the doghouse, you know, more often because we mm-hmm. communicate better. I even talk about that stuff on there. It's fun. Awesome. Well, I've certainly enjoyed this and, uh, I'm going to, I'm a subscriber now. So <laughs> I I'm in, bud. yeah, Dude. I'll just spend more time with you. Let's do it. Let's do it. We'll enjoy your time here right. in Oregon. How, how long are you going to be out here for the holidays? I am here until, uh, we actually, I've never done this before. We're traveling on Christmas day. Yeah. It's probably going to be gonna, empty. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> um, the, the cool thing is it's they're projecting uh, snow here at this elevation in Oregon that I'm at uh-huh. on Christmas Day. So it'd be nice to get um, snowed in on yeah. Christmas Day. That would be cool. <laughs> be anything be cool. better. But anyway, we'll play it by ear. I love well, it. Well, Trevor, it's been a pleasure. Let's, let's stay in touch and we'll do it again. Awesome, man. I appreciate you, man. Thank you very much. Yeah. Take care. All righty. So that's it for today. God bless to your success. I'm Matt Terrio, living no. the dream. podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.